Oh, hey guys. Oh my goodness. I haven't hopped on here in so long because I've been so busy. I'm literally trying to backtrack to like around when was I like recording and for my podcast. But <clears throat> okay, so you know, life has been good. Um I'm still single, shocker. Um you know, we I've been going a lot of, I've been going out a lot recently. And you know, like I'm not here to just act fake and act like everything's going great. I'm I'm like super um how do you say that word? Like open and honest and blunt. And I'm going to talk on here about my struggles too because I feel like we all go through similar struggles. And I guess like right now like my only struggle is like um like I got like 40 million like bills hit at me. So I'm literally like on McChicken fucking how do you call that? McChicken budget. <laughs> but I I started stripping, well go-go dancing, which is really fun. Um I'm really not sure what's the status on that. Um but I'm kind of okay with it. So I just I have my group chat of my gay friends and um someone said, Oh Berto, you should send an email and apply. And I sent an email, I just sent a couple pictures of me and then literally in two minutes he's like, Oh, you're in. You're gonna be you're gonna be performing on this day, send your music and yada yada yada. And um it was it was pretty fun. Um there was some people out of the eleven that auditioned, there was uh actually one person that I don't have the best history with, but, you know, I don't know what the hell was said behind closed doors. I didn't really care for it, you know, but I I was glad that we were there just for for the work, for work, you know, and we were able to put our differences aside. Well, just like ignore each other, like no one was tripping on anyone and I had a great time and I had fun. And, um, oh my God, the funniest thing was like, so the this perform so this audition, the cheer crowd is what gets you to win or not, and the last two are me and that person that I don't have a good history with that used to be my friend, so it was super awkward and you know, I was like um okay, but me this other guy and then the person that used to be my friend ended up being the the three people that. We're going to go out on, on another round. I don't even fucking understand if I have to audition again. I haven't heard from him, from the manager. And honestly, like, if I have to keep auditioning, like, fucking drag race and keep getting eliminations to semifinals, quarter, you know, like, fuck that. Like, maybe I'll do one more audition because I really thought my performance was super bad. I was gassed the fuck out, dude. But, yeah, so that happened. Um... What else? Um, after that, I started gaining weight. Well, actually, no, I didn't. But um, I went to fucking a rave, which was super fun last night. And I literally almost got in a fight with the bitch. Because, like, most of the rave was, like, USC, like, USC college people. And it's I'm like... Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, everyone's so entitled. 
I'm walking through the crowd with my beer because who the fuck stands there for a whole two hours without any alcohol? And this guy sees me walking and because they don't want to move aside, like, and they're like playing with each other. Like he's like moving his girlfriend's, waving his girlfriend's arm for him. And his girlfriend slaps my beer onto me and some onto her. She's like, not even giving a fuck that she got me wet. She's like, oh my fucking God. Like, I was like, chill, bitch. I was like, he's all like, what do you say? I was like, well, you guys were waving with your hands. Like, I'm sorry. And then he's all like, who who walks through a crowd in the middle of a show? Think. I was like, uh, people go and get drinks. Think. He's like, yeah, think. I was like, yeah, yeah, maybe you should think, motherfucker. Like, damn. Mother- oh, I, I swear to God, I wanted to punch him in his throat. I want to make his Adam's apple a fucking pancake, dude. But this fucking month was crazy. We went to a bunch of Halloween parties. <clears throat> I was Chun-Li, <clears throat> Wonder Woman, and um, what was my last? Oh, Sailor Moon. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, October is always super fun. Um, I at my job, I applied for a lead, a lead position, and um, <clears throat> and I didn't get it. Um, and they called me to tell me why I didn't get it. She just said, "You're so." She just told me like I was very close, and I was like her second option, and. And she told me I needed a few upgrades and she said something that really like hurt my feelings in a way. And she was just like, I wish like you weren't invisible, which is like, I was like, um, and like I literally, cause like I help patients over the phone. So I literally was like crying. Like I was choking up. I was like, like the next five phone calls. And I told a close friend of mine and a close friend of mine was like, be petty cause um, well, I have a shit ton of supervisors, but that specific one, my friend's like, oh, if she's off on Mondays, send her an email at 7.01 after you clock in saying like, you really hurt my feelings because you called me invisible <laughs> just, to, just to make her feel bad. But I was like, no, I feel like if I send it through an email or I call her over our phones, our phone, that's, which is recorded, I feel like she thinks it's like retaliation or like I'm like, pissed off that she rejected me as a lead so I waited until I went I went to get my flu shot and and I was in office and I told her like you know I take rejection greatly um if I was like and I which by the way this manager is so smart she's really good at her job so obviously she didn't give it to me for a reason and she knows why maybe I'm still needed at where I'm at because I bring so much to the table but I was like, I take rejection, great. But what didn't sit right is that you called me invisible. Because, guys, I literally, I've gotten the top fucking scheduling. So every email, they send who who is, like, the best worker in a way in the to make it easier. And I've gotten it five months in a row. So I, there's no way in hell I can be invisible, you know? And she's like, oh, that's not what I meant. And I, that's, like, communication is good because now she's not going to be calling other people invisible. Like, it's, like, something. And I told her, I was like, maybe it's something in my childhood where I did feel invisible. So it makes me feel like shit when someone calls me that. And maybe that's why I'm so outgoing and friendly because I, I don't want to be invisible. And maybe it's daddy issues. Who knows, you know? But, um, yeah. So always speak up to your... Um, you know, supervisors, managers, if they make you feel a type of way because 
And this is a, this is how real I am. I told her, I'm a very blunt person and I cannot fake a feeling. And I told her, so every so if I never spoke to you about this, every time I seen you, I would say, hi, oh. And then I'll be like, in my head, I would be like, oh, she thinks I'm invisible, you know? She's like, no, that's not how it is. So yeah, that happened. And, um, you know, I'm just, I feel like I'm so ready. I was so ready for a relationship right now with my financial struggles. I feel like I can't. And so many people ask me to hang out and I still find a way to hang out. And it's just hard. There's only like two people I can't say no to. And that's one of my besties. Um, she's like the love of my life. Oh, I went to Horror Nights, guys. It was so fun. And <laughs> I can't really say what happened because I think it's illegal. But um, I did want to discuss about how I, there's a possibility that I might need to go to rehab. Um, there's just some days where I drink so much and I wake up and I'm like, what the fuck happened last night? How did I get home? Who did I talk to? And the one day where I literally had to sit down and think was like when I found out that I hooked up with someone and I don't even know what he looks like. I don't even know who he was, what he looked like, how I got home. And and in the next morning, my car was on the parking, was on the sidewalk. And yeah, it was just bad, you know, and um, it. it because when when people get like that, that's when accidents happen, like hitting someone on a sidewalk. And you're just like, wow, like, I don't even remember anything, you know. So it's scary. It's scary. And um, I've been getting better at it. I've been Ubering a lot more with my friends. We've been using that because we used to never um, we used to never Uber. But I'm getting more into the Ubering scene and stuff like that. Um. Also, I made an OnlyFans. And <clears throat> the thing with OnlyFans... Uh, I keep going back and forth on that. Because I'm for it. I'm against it. Um, it's just... I wouldn't want to date someone that has an OnlyFans and is hooking up with random people. But I'm not collabing with anyone, you know? Um, and because I'm such a hopeless romantic and I'm so desperate for a relationship, it's something I've always earned, yearned, you know? Um, and maybe when I get it, I'm not going to want it anymore. But it just always gives me the, what is it about me that I can't find someone that only wants me? It's always hot guys. When are you going to let me hit? When are you going to let me hit? I'm not looking for anything serious, but then they're posting themselves on a date. So I'm like, I'm, it's not that you're not looking for something serious. I'm just not good enough, you know? And, um, it's, I've always wanted the, did you eat today? How are you feeling? Um, let's go cuddle. You know, I feel like, I feel like I'm a lot of my friends, like protector, like their bodyguard, and I literally can't think of one of my friends that I feel like, <laughs> well, that sounds fucked up. But like, I can't think of one of my friends. Like if someone tries to fight me, I don't think any of them um, 
would step up for me because they know basically like they know I can hold myself down. So I need someone that knows I can hold myself down, but they still want to fight for me, you know. And it's just hard. It's hard. And and that goes back to maybe I have daddy issues, you know. But it's, you know, I mean, I also went to this concert by myself and that, that was really fun. Um, and also, I, I'm fat phobic, you know. Well, I don't think I'm fat phobic, but it's not fat phobic, right? If you have a preference, it's not fat phobic. I genuinely, for example, bigger people are so entitled, like, oh, you're fat phobic. Everyone just wants a skinny bitch with big titties or a skinny bitch with abs. But it's like all the skinny people go to the gym. All the people that look fit go to the gym at least two to four times a week, you know? So you can't be really picky when you're shoving fucking McChickens and fucking Popeye's gravy in your mouth, you know? Because, oh, so you get to sit on your ass and not do nothing and be lazy and look bigger, but your significant other has to have that rocking body. No, obviously someone's going to want to have someone that also works on their body and puts the time and effort to make their body look good, you know? So if someone tells me, would you date a fat person? I would say, no. Does that make me fat phobic? I don't think so. If he does, if it does, I'll take it, you know? I'm I'm sorry, but yeah, there's just a lot to, there's a lot to, freaking unpack there but I, you know what I don't like to talk about my old friends because whenever they kiki together they like to bring out the word like obsessed or bitter I don't fucking know because they've told it they said it like four times so they clearly feel that way I had a friend that we followed each other literally in the last year and a half has never swiped up on my story except like a fun, like laughing emoji because I posted something funny. Never. How have you been, friend? How have you been, friend? Um, how are you feeling? None of that shit, you know? Um, this friend lives in Texas and came to visit like three months ago. Um, I'm a, I'm a fly to Texas. I said, okay, uh, what days? What are we going to do? Leaves me on red for like a month. And then on a month later, I'm going to be in Texas from this day to this day. Okay, cool. I think I'm going to be free. And then I find out that, and then last minute, my best friend, guys, my best friend wanted to go to Texas. And then I told her, hey, I'm going to be in Texas for my friend's birthday. I don't think I can see you. I apologize. And and she, she switched up right away. Um, I'm not surprised. I just find it funny that you're going to Texas when I'm going to Cali. Like if I'm going to book a flight to avoid that bitch (laughs) in Cali and I'm going to go to her state. Like, no, the fuck? Like that bitch is not that relevant to be in my head like that. And so anyways, I I was like, she went off on me, like send me this long ass fucking Harry Potter movie. And I'm like, whoa, I got the dates wrong. I'm going a week before you come to Texas so I can still probably see you. Um, so 
she, then the day comes, um, where she's like, you're going to hang out with me. Right. Like very demanding. And I'm like, um, that's rude. Like, it's like, a, it's like a blessing to hang out with me. You know, I have all these bills. Like I have all these friends. You're all the way in LA. I'm like a, an hour and a half minute drive, you know? And, um, and I told this person, like, I don't want, I feel like our friendship is superficial and I, and I just felt like she was placing me in one of her slots for her schedule for her trip in Cali because everybody has been telling me that she's been hanging out with all these people, which some, well, half of them were people that used to be my friends that she met because of me that all dislike me or they, they don't care for me, you know? So I'm, I told her, like, I feel like our friendship is phony. I feel like our friendship is fake. We were just going to see each other. Hi, hi, babe. You look so good. Oh, my God. Congratulations on your transformation. Like, no, I am. I was exhausted. I, I had done like two events in a row and I just don't feel like driving all the way to LA to be fake hours after you just hung out with people that dislike me, you know? And then um, what did that bitch say? Oh, I hate when people are fake and they switch up last minute. Um, I'm I'm glad you show your true colors now. Um, or some shit like that. I, I see our friendship isn't real. And then I was like, that response alone tells me exactly what I... Like, the fact that you switch up that fast means that you always felt a type of way about me and you've always had hatred and weird and envious, whatever. I don't think envious because that bitch is so fucking cocky. That that bitch thinks she's the hottest bitch in Macy's window. But, you know, it was just, I was like, whatever, dude. Like, literally, I was like, cool. And um, and I care for this person I do because I know she's had similar struggles like me. Um, for example, like two years ago when I when I started buying more feminine clothes and I started I started being more me. Um I was so cocky. I was like, oh, everyone's loving it. I'm getting compliments for the first time in my life. I'm embracing who I am. And all I ever cared about was, well, the likes was like five years ago. I stopped caring about likes. All I I cared about was like likes and am I going to eat the girls up? Am I going to be the hottest bitch in the building? And then eventually, like, I just started to love myself and started to love others and it's not about who am I going to eat up. It's like, what am I going to wear? You know, is this a cute outfit? Am I going to have fun with my friends? And this person, since so she recently transitioned and she's finally finding herself, which when we were friends, all this person would do is stare at themselves in the mirror, playing with their hair, being very micromanaged and obsessed about their look, which isn't really healthy because it really attacks your self-esteem and it makes you delusional in a way but because it because you all you care about is how you're perceived and how people look at you so I get why this person wants so much fun and freedom and compliments and likes because she's she's new in it I'm in the point where I don't want to deal with that right now because I've been there and maybe when she's over that I don't think we're ever going to be friends again. Who knows? But maybe when she loves herself, as mean as that sounds, then I'll come back or we can reconcile. But, you know, I wish her the best and she's pretty. So, but yeah.
well, I'm going to talk about the time where I dated a pedophile. Well, uh, it's kind of, I, I guess, oh my God. I guess he is, but, okay, so I was like, sorry, I spilled an M&M. I was 17 when this guy started talking to me, and um, we talked on the phone for like a year and a half, and he came to visit me a couple of days before my 18th birthday. Shocker, right? And um, this was during, like, during, like, high, like, in... I was in the end of my wrestling season. And, you know, in wrestling, you have to starve yourself and cut weight. And I was, like, skinny as fuck. Skinny Bone Jones, um, fucking Grim Reaper, Eugenia Cooney looking ass. But he would, he came to visit me. And he brought me a bunch of gifts. He, Because, you know, I like Pokemon. He bought me a bunch of Pokemon stuff. He bought me a Burberry Bell. Um, a bunch of stuff. And, um... I was just exhausted, and I I wasn't letting him fuck. I I think I let him eat my ass, but I didn't let him fuck, and he got upset. And um, I was like, I'm just really tired. I'm exhausted. Like I have my CIF finals, you know, and and just um, it was it was weird. And then so. He was trying to fuck for like the three days he was here, and I told him no. And one day, and he got an apartment. He got a hotel right by my house, and I I would literally walk to it. And um, so yeah, he got a hotel by by my house, and one day he oh by the way he bought me drinks while I was I'm underage. He said he was gonna because I was like <laughs> I was like I don't like that drink. Give me another one. So he he left to the store. But for but he had forgotten his wallet, so he goes all the way down, and I look through his bag and I look at his wallet, and he's like thirty eight, and he had told me he was like twenty seven. I was like, um, literally, dude, I put the wallet like where it was, and he's like, why'd you touch my wallet? I was like, how the f-? in my head, I was like, how the fuck does he know? He's like, I don't like that. I don't. He was like very upset, and and then, on top of that, he had. I don't know what the fuck you call it, like a a toupee. Like he literally like super glued that shit on his head. Like his head felt like a fucking shamwell, like a scrub da- daddy, like hard as fu- hard as rock. I was like, um, is this motherfucker balding? Like, so it was red red flags all around, and um, one day like, and and then he just got mad because. I wouldn't let him fuck me. He's like, I flew all the way to California for you. I was like, and? And he's like, I bought you all these gifts of $600 bill. I was like, and? You owned a bagel shop. I was like, I'm was like, i tired. Like, I can't. I don't feel like it. And by the way, guys, I was tight like a Cheerio. I could not. I could not. And I was in season. I would be. If I took his thingy while I, while I was in season, I would be wrestling and I'm tooting and farting during the match. No. So, yeah, like. It, reflecting years later, like, wow. He was talking to a 17-year-old, waited days before his birthday to come visit him. Yikes. And, um... But you know what? 
that was the first time I ever felt a man truly want me. So in a toxic way, I really, I, I was into it because someone that flew across the, the, the country for me and bought me gifts, but it, but the, the ugly truth is it's a twisted fetish for him and a twisted reality. Um, but yeah. And also there's this one boy that, um, I'm a, always have feelings for, and I hope he doesn't hear this cause he stalks me on a spam and he, th- he thinks I don't know, but it, it was like in ninth grade where we followed each other on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Instagram. And then, um, one day we just started talking on the phone a lot. He's like, and and back then I was very insecure. Like all I had about my personality was my ass. Like everyone in middle school and, and freshman year, they're like, oh, you have such a fat ass bird. Like literally that was my personality. Like that, that was my one good characteristic trait. So my whole Instagram would just be like popping my ass out in the mirror. And when we would talk, like he had told me like, you need to smile more. You have a beautiful smile. And I can't believe that has that has stuck to me till this day. And I, you know, I, th- you guys are going to hear, I know throughout the years, I have always thanked him for that because he, fi- he let me see my worth and let me finally feel a glimpse of feeling wanted, not, not just for my ass, not just for my, bo- my body. And he, we would talk on the phone, like, we definitely, when we grow up and we get older, we can drive, I'll drive down to you, you drive down to me, like, you're so beautiful, and just, like, super cute, like, that, like, a very genuine conversation and relationship, and it just felt nice, like, someone seeing more, more to me than that, and ever since then, I started posting more pictures of my face and smiling, and um, as the years go by, like, we kept in contact. He started dating someone in one year. I was like, cool. We just followed each other. And we were just following each other. And that's that. And then one day, we just unfollowed each other. And one day, he found me. And then a year later, I found him. 2016, um, New Year's Eve, I sent him a big-ass Harry Potter paragraph about, like, how he really, like, helped me in life, like, to know my worth and love myself because people only wanted my ass, you know? And um, ever since 2013 to 2023, it's been 10 years, I still think about him and I follow him. He doesn't follow me back, but he views my story on his spam account that he thinks I don't know is his. And um, oh my God, one of the funny stories is when he, when we were when we were on one of our breaks, like I think I he unfollowed me and I we were on Snapchat. He asked me for a booty pic and he literally asked me for a booty pic and I sent it and then his man sends sends me a picture. Oh no, a Snapchat. No, he texted me on Snapchat. He's like, Stop texting him, like you're fat, you're ugly, like I'm like, But your man is asking me for booty pics at, at three AM. Oh, okay. And then he took me off Snapchat. And and I was fat at that time, so <laughs> I don't blame him. I was a big bitch. I was built like a deep breath. But, you know, it. to this day, I follow him. And who knows? Maybe one day when I go to San Fran, 
I'll DM him, hey, are you single? And we'll meet. But that's my first true love. And he's so hot, guys. He's so handsome. And he likes ugly looking bitches. So that's why he likes me. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I feel like I'm so unhinged and I just like new topics come left and right. But definitely we're going to I'm going to keep up and I hope you guys like the new wallpaper. It's of, you know, me. <laughs> well, you guys have a great day and hopefully by Thanksgiving, I'll post another one. You guys take care. Be safe. Thank you.